Danny needs help finding a pink stone. Dan fights addiction. Maurice befriends a younger woman. Chris gets an unpaid internship. And Edie gets a new doctor. This time on the Oscar should have gone to Best Actor, 2006. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... You have your Academy Award. Not yet, Jack. The Oscar goes to... The Oscar goes to... The and the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... Forrest Whitaker in the last game of Scotland. Hey, Meg. (coughs) Megan is sick. She has the Delta variant. I do not have the Delta variant. She got tested. She does not have COVID. I do not have COVID. She has a summer cold. I do have a summer cold, and it will not go away. And it's very frustrating. Do you think it's tuberculosis? I mean, like... Consump the consump. Yeah, have you noticed yourself daintily coughing into into a, a white handkerchief, handkerchief and like recently? Oh no, there's blood. Yeah. Um, Does you and McGregor just show up singing at your window <laughs> nightly? Gosh, that's that's such a that's the exact same. It was like somebody throws up in the morning in a movie, they're pregnant. Yeah. Somebody coughs in the beginning of a movie, they will be dead of consumption. Yeah. The, the bad news for you is, I feel like you would not have like the sateen like death no. like. In love, like it'd be more of a fatin. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I was gonna. You would die in a whorehouse. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. And then, I'm doing the thing where what I should have done from the jump is like starved it, starve starved a cold. a cold, starve. If no, there's one thing you can't do is feed starve a cold yourself. And starve a, <laughs> I cannot. Oh my god. I literally was like, you know what? Like we got home, so we were in Carlsbad. Oh my God, this is now, this you is scintillating a, podcasting, You did a beer right? trip. Uh, no. Oh, this is this after is the beer trip. Literally just yesterday we okay. were in Carlsbad yeah. for Maddie's uh, dad's birthday, which is always interesting to me that like when fully adult grown men are like, any adult, any adult anywhere is like, let's do a thing for my birthday. I'm like, all right. I just did this two weeks ago. Yes. Yes. This is a personal attack. That's true. That's true. That's fine. Cause I'm like in the town, I'm in town. I'm going to go to the thing that's in town, but I'm just like, I don't know, whatever. (laughs) So we went down to the birthday thing. And then on the drive back, I got fucking rear ended on the one Oh one. Yes. And it was, it's, and I was sick already and I like felt like shit and I hadn't slept and like, Really, really guy in the fucking red Chevy of to fucking rear end me. Yeah. One, like literally I could see my exit too. Right. It's the worst. Megan, you want me to tell you something? What? Was it you? A week ago, I also got rear ended on the five. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, former podcast guest from the podcast, Chris Caffaro was in town. Um, I got out of work early. I went to Santa Monica to meet him and his girlfriend and um, some friends. And... um I was waiting in line for the Lincoln exit. No. And we had just passed this, like, clearly there had been some sort of motorcycle accident. There so were people. On the 10. Yeah. There were people. Yeah, I guess I had got just gotten on the 10. So there were people, like, helping a guy off a motorcycle, like, and there were, like, three cars and two motorcycles parked. And I was like, oh, well, this is always slow, but that's probably making it even slower. Literally had just gotten past that and got rear-ended. No. But it was two cars behind me. That guy rear-ended the guy 
behind me. I So I literally got out, checked. I was like, looks fine. Got back in my car and drove away. And drove away. Yeah. Honestly, it is... It was hard. It was like a hard hit. Yeah. And the, sh- the the their car is fucked up, but my my car was taller than her. There's so now there's the bumper. Anyway, this is really interesting. But it just was a people it, love it. This is why people listen. People to People are like, tell me more about your car. They know your we car. live in Los Angeles. They they're expecting car culture the traffic, on this pod. Am I right? <laughs> the people in their plastic surgery. I don't know. It's fine. Where? Why did I get on this? Where was I going from? With oh, I should have just done nothing. Yeah. Basically, the universe is telling me don't go anywhere. Right. Stay don't home. Don't do anything. That's the only Stay way to get home. better. Stay home. That's the only way to get. Literally, what have we been le- hearing for a year and a half? Stay home. And you didn't do it. What am I doing? Yeah. What am I doing? And I, I did it for my. I just can't even. I can't. I cannot. Oh, so then last night. So anyway, then I got home and I was like, you know, beforehand I was like, I'm gonna have like a really healthy evening. I ordered immediately ordered pizza and wings and made myself a Negroni and I don't have any regrets about that. I don't see one thing to regret. The nope. pizza looked great. Prime Pizza, um, our new sponsor on the pod. Oh my god, I would die. I, Can they, you imagine? Hey, Prime Pizza, and you're not listening to this, but on the off chance you do or someone, um, Mr. Prime. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Prime, pizza? if you're listening, um, we'll do it for like free pizza. Like it's you don't so have to pay good. us money. It's just really good. And the wings are also really good. I feel like I'm picky about wings. And Megan has a location basically around the corner. Mm-hmm. I have a location not far in Burbank now. They have a second location. So for that. That's they have our... four locations. Oh, wow. They have one downtown in Little Tokyo. And they have one more that I don't know where that. Anyway, so check out Prime Pizza. Prime Pizza. That's uh, if you use code Oscar should have gone to, you will get no, no money off money, your delivery. Zero money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, I hope this voice is like, I hope this is like a sexy voice. Is it like doing it for people? Yeah. Maybe people are into it. Maybe this is like, (laughs) it's like ASMR people that are like, I did that cough on purpose. Yeah. They're like, Ooh, you know what I like? People hacking. Yeah. Hacks got a ton of Emmy nominations. So maybe. And that's what this is. That's what that show's about, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just about someone dying of consumption. So I have some, so you already know this because we talked about this um, before uh, on our, after our last episode, but I am going to, other than the dog, which no one reached out to me about, this is our official first giveaway on the Oscar should have gone to. Wait, were we going to give away my dog? No, 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 no. Remember I was going, I I offered the dog that we found. Oh, right. Okay. No one reached out. So, Mm. but this, this is our first giveaway. This is a, there's a trivia about this year. That you already know the answer to. Oh, really? I do? So in 2006, for the 2006 year, the 2007 Oscars, mm-hmm. the five Best Actor nominees oh, wait, did this. not appear in a Best Picture film. This only happened one other time in Oscar history. That's a big deal. So the first listener who tweets at us and tells us correctly what the other year in Oscar history that this did not happen was, will receive a prize pack of DVDs I accidentally have purchased twice. Wow. Wow. That's a good gift. Let me tell you, it's like three or four movies. What else am I going to throw in? Because I got a copy of In the Bedroom from the last blockbuster, Mm -hmm. you will receive my original (gasps) copy of in the bedroom. Oh my god. I will god. be keeping the one from the last blockbuster, but you will get the one from 
a blockbuster, a, blockbuster. a Hollywood video, and, and circa honestly, 2000, two, three. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So to tweet, announce this yes. right now. Yeah. So tweet at us at the Oscar should have gone to wow. with the correct, if the Oscar should on Twitter, the correct answer. If you are correct, if you're first, I will get back to you. We will DM. I'll get your address and I will send those out to you. It's funny that you are, that you're asking for a time that it didn't happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's not like what other time It's like, no, what? No, all the best actor. Yeah. I did go back and look and the, for best actress, it's happened like 10 or 11 times. Wow, Un- unsurprisingly crazy. that it's happened way more for actress yeah. um, than actor. Um, but speaking of actors, let's jump into this. Actors. 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 We're going to start so, with actors. So this actually, because of this, I think was interesting, at least for me, I hope it was interesting for you, um, yeah. because mm. these were movies that, unlike 2005, which... I rewatched all the movies, but we had watched most of them a couple of years ago when we did that. Yes. 2005. I don't think I'd seen a single one of these movies since, since they 2006. Came out. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and some are quite fun. Yeah. Did you have a one you wanted to maybe well, start with? Some are quite good. Yeah. Um, let's start with like the splashy one, which is Blood Diamond. Okay. Um, this movie is like uh, this is a splashy. I mean, this is like a big. It's a big splashy movie. That's what you're going to say. Is it because they splash around in it? They splash around. They're always like, splish, splash, we were in Africa. Looking for some blood diamonds. Um, I forgot how fucking hot Jennifer Connelly is. Sorry. That's a sidebar, but her eyebrows are goals. They are great. May, and maybe not even her most beautiful role of the year. What else was she in? Little Children. Oh, my God. She's stunning in that. Oh, my God. I love her. Uh, so... Yeah, so Leonardo DiCaprio is in this movie doing a South Sethi freaking accent. Rhodesian. Rhodesian accent. I always thought it was South African. Never mind. I think it's pretty good. I remember, this is actually interesting, because I remember seeing the trailers for this movie Mm -hmm. and being like, oof, he swung and missed with that accent, based just on the trailers alone. And then I saw the movie, and I was like, oh, no, that's good. He does a good good job, and it's consistent. And I bring this up because I just watched the House of Gucci trailer. Oh, my. And I know people are very into it, but I was like, ooh, I don't know if we hit those accents. But I'm willing, I'm going to watch the movie first because maybe I'm wrong. Maybe just in small chunks, Adam Driver's Italian accent seems not good. I've been a Gucci all my life. (laughs) Yeah. I am fair. Um, Here's what I'll say uh, about that, though. That's like very, that I think can be, that movie, just by virtue of having Lady Gaga, is going to be high camp, which cannot fucking wait. Uh, Friend of the pod, Thomas. The Cranger has already planned to get tickets for us um, at the Alamo because it's going to be. Do you think there will be an edit I can watch that Jared Leto is not in? I know. I know it's tough. I had this conversation with my mom the other day. She thinks he is hot. I was like, are you they okay? Did, they put out I those, think she's thinking of Jordan Catalano. Like, yeah, I think they she's, put out those character posters and I was like, God damn it. Like everything else seems so fun so about this fun. movie, and then I was like, like, one more obnoxious Jared Leto Jared performance. Leto performance, I fucking hate him. And he's in the best scene with Lady Gaga when she says, "Father and son and the House, house of Gucci." Um, but you can't really be campy in Blood Diamond. You really got to nail it because the the subject matter is so serious. Yeah. And I think he's great. There's a scene too in the early on when he is trying to sell. Um, he's like a, so he's like not a good guy. Right. Basically. No, he's a smuggler. He's a smuggler. He's an arms dealer and he's trying to sell guns, uh, for blood diamonds, uh, to 
the leaders of the rebels or whatever. And they do, they speak in like a dial. The two of them are like, it's like a patois. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, I feel like that is a difficult thing to pull off. For sure. It, it reminded me a little bit of, um, it's like the, uh, South African, you know, Rhodesian, Southern African version of, uh, Cockney rhyming slang. Yes, exactly. It like, yeah, it's, it sounds like English, but it's, yeah. it's like a, yeah, like a, like a fancified. I was version. like, is that Don Cheadle? Am I watching Don, <laughs> it, am I watching Don Cheadle and Oceans 11 right now? It was nuts. Um, what, that was his choice, right? We Barney Rubble. Before. He Trouble. decided, he decided he was just, I'm going to do his accent. Um, anyway, I think he's really good. I think, yeah. I think he's like really good in this and like you, especially again, He's playing not a good guy, which is not super in DiCaprio's like wheelhouse. Generally, like I th- watching the movie, I I agree with you. <laughs> I think he's very good in it. It still feels maybe like a weird Oscar nomination because ultimately this movie is almost just an action film. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what it I just meant, has like splashy. a serious like um, undertones. Obviously, this is a good time to do Megan's least favorite uh, portion of the pod oh where I run God, through we almost, who I, got nominated. I totally forgot. Um, it's actually was it the plane flying in the background. Yeah, that it's actually happen? both best actor and best actress this year. And we'll do best actress on our next pod. Um, are not super interesting in terms of the nominees because it's very, it was very obvious who the five nominees were going to be. So for instance, at the golden globes, the drama nominees are Forrest Whitaker, DiCaprio for blood diamond, Peter O'Toole for <coughs> Venus, Will Smith for pursuit of happiness, all of which end up being nominated for the Oscar. And then DiCaprio gets another nomination for The Departed. Right. The comedy nominees were Sasha Barrett Cohen for Borat, Johnny Depp for Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Wow, that is Aaron bold. Eckhart for Thank You for Smoking, um, Chibatella Ejiofor for Kinky Boots, and Will Ferrell for Stranger Than Fiction. SAG. Same five nominees as the Oscars, so those four that I mentioned, then Ryan Gosling and Half Nelson. Critics' Choice, same five, plus Leonardo DiCaprio and Departed, so got a double nom there, too. And then New York Film Critics, L.A. Film Critics, and National Society of Film Critics all pick Forrest Whitaker. L.A. Film Critics gave him a tie with Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, but like I said, not a lot of, it's not like we had, like, eight guys in the running. We really had five actors and it was just was DiCaprio getting nominated for Blood Diamond or Departed. Or Departed. Yeah, yeah. And I actually think personally that Blood Diamond makes more sense as the nominee. I think I like The Departed better as a film. Oh, obviously. But I also like Matt Damon in The Departed better than I like Leo in The yeah. Departed. Well, he is the most he has the least interesting yeah. part in the, in in a in a movie also that's filled with like standout performances yeah. like no matter how you feel about like even like marky mark is, yeah mark like, Wahlberg's amazing that, is movie. Amazing in that movie yeah. like everybody's really good and a heavy hitter this movie is really yeah he he's dicaprio is the only one that's like given sort of like he's given moral gray area he's right. given an accent he's yeah. given like he's given a lot of stuff to do um so that makes more sense to me but you're right it's i understand why it wouldn't have been nominated for um for best picture because yeah, it's basically, I have a spoiler question. Um, so it's a spoiler for blood diamond, a movie that came out 15 years ago. But if you haven't um, seen blood diamond, skip forward by like a minute or so, because it's a good movie. Yeah. I would say, see it. Do you think he would have been nominated for the award if he did not have a death scene? Maybe because of the accent. Hmm. 
I feel like the death scene really kind of cemented it as like this is a potential Oscar performance because I get to have this conversation with Jennifer Connelly while I'm bleeding out. And now I'm also like I've I've become the good guy because yeah. I'm looking out for Chibito or not uh, for Jaiman Hansu's character. Um, that's a good question. And one I don't know the answer to. I kind of suspect he still would because of the accent. Yeah. This is also kind of right in the we're going to nominate Leo like every year yeah. and hope he eventually wins. wins. Um, he is which good, didn't happen man. for, you know, 10 more years. 10 more years. Yeah. He's very good. He's always very good. Yeah. Um, speaking of other young um, actors, why don't we talk about Ryan Gosling and Hudson? Very hot. Very hot in this movie. I remember seeing this movie and being like, who is that boy? Yoing? Yeah. Would you, um, would you smoke crack with him? Yes. <laughs> if he was like, if he was like, if you were at a bar with like yeah. your friend, you and Rachel were at a bar, like you would out. definitely like just go into the bathroom and smoke crack with him. Is but that then, like, what Ray, happens? Yeah. Remember she's like smoking in the, they're like high in the bathroom right. and then the the one girl's like, I want to go dance. I want to go dance. Right, I remember I that. feel like Rachel would do that to yeah, you. Yeah, Rachel would absolutely. Well, away. Rachel would never smoke crack. Are <laughs> right. you kidding me? She was like, she's barely like, she's like, I've had two glasses of Chardonnay. I'm tipsy. Um, Here's the thing. It's so interesting. I forgot that this takes place in like Brooklyn and like, like around the time that like I lived in Brooklyn or yeah. whatever. I'm like, it's like, were people, here's my question to you. Mm-hmm. Were people smoking crack in the bathroom and I just didn't know? I guess so. I feel like the hardest we went in Brooklyn was like shotgunning like a PBR. Like no well, one was Well, you lived like, in a different area of Brooklyn than this Brooklyn that this take. You lived in Cobble Hill or whatever. I lived in Covent Gardens. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> I guess that's true. You lived in Bushwick, basically. That's true. Bur- there probably people there probably were people smoking smoking crack in areas near where I lived. Okay. Not anymore because that's been knocked out. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe it's like a designer drug now. I don't know. I was never in that scene. So. You weren't? You no. weren't in the crack scene? No. No. Not, not cool. cool enough. Not cool enough. <laughs> yeah. Literally not cool enough. <laughs> not hot enough. He is so, it's, again, it, it's hard. This There's a lot of pretty people this year and it's always difficult for me to be like, well, like we'll talk about Penelope Cruz or whatever. Yeah. It was like, like these people that are like down on their luck. And I'm like, well, you could just go be like a model or something because right. you're literally one of the 10 most beautiful people like on the planet. Yeah. Um, so it's weird watching like Ryan Gosling, like it be a teacher in Brooklyn as if like everybody in that school wouldn't be like, what is up with Mr. This movie is also, face. I think it is. Um, I think it is good. This year, I feel like I haven't rewatched this movie since the first time I saw it, but um, Maggie Gyllenhaal was nominated for not an Oscar, but in some places for Sherry Baby, which I feel like is very much just the flip of this, which is like, it's two movies about good looking white people with Mm -hmm. addiction problems that are not bad movies. And, you know, they're not, they're addressing issues, but I feel like they're both just sort of just above middle of the road films. Actually, I think Sherry Baby was under middle of the road. I remember kind of not liking that film. And this one I think is good, but it's not anything special. I agree. I liked it more when I saw it, I think because this was back, this was also back when like indie movies were becoming more for me, I guess, watchable. Like I was watching more independent films. Um, and also Ryan Gosling, but like, 
I, for me, I guess here's the thing for me, I know that it, he is, I know that he is the lead, but for me, the far more interesting side of this story is, is Shamika Epps. Shemika Epps. And, yeah. So Shamika Epps is the, is the little girl that he, little girl, whatever, the young girl. Yeah. Eighth that, grader or whatever. Yeah. That he bonds me. with who's like, you know, try, they're trying to get her, uh, was his face, um, Anthony Mack. He's trying to get her like to be like a drug mule for him sort of. And like, um, it, she's her her performance, her, everything she's all, her side of the story is more, is more compelling basically yeah, for I me agree. than, um, Ryan Gosling's side. The other thing about this movie, and I think it's, I'm not, this isn't a knock on him, but the performance is very sleepy. Yes. He's very, it's funny that it was like a, I mean, it's a kudos, I guess, credit to him that this was even nominated because I feel like usually you need like a Leonardo DiCaprio death scene or right. the accent or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. And he's very like the, probably the scene, the big scene that he has, he doesn't even have any lines. I mean, yeah. he doesn't even have any lines. When, it's just kind of that look when he's paying her. Yeah. yeah. When he's paying her for, for drugs. drugs. Um, which is a credit, which yeah. is, I mean, he, he really telegraphs a lot in that moment, but it's interesting that it was nominated. It's surprising to me, I guess, yeah. that it was nominated for an Oscar. And I honestly wonder if part of it was, they were like, this guy's very talented, clearly, and so fucking hot. There's no way he's not a star and we want to be the first. To yeah. We want to get in on the ground yeah. floor. Exactly. That's kind of what I think. Or, or below the ground floor if you catch it. Um, the one thing I love Ryan Gosling. I think he's a great actor. The one thing I think is sort of like a tick of his, which I think sort of started in this movie, um, is he has this like pan urban city accent that he does for a lot of his characters yeah. where it's like, that's just your, I'm from the, I'm from a city accent. It's not like specifically Brooklyn. It's not specifically like, yeah. it's just like, this is me approximating guy who, is from a city. Yeah. It's like, you're from Canada, Ryan Gosling. Like, that's not your real voice. Come on, man. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I think I agree with that. It, it is, he's very much like an actor's actor type of thing. Yeah. But he's, but what he does with his stillness is, I think, pretty cool. Yeah. And what he does with his face. And what he does with his dick. Sorry. Shout out to Ava Mendez. <laughs> yeah, shout out. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to be talking about your mans like that. Um... All right, let's talk about um, Will Smith and Pursuit of Happiness because the other two, um, if I remember, as I remember, even though, you know, as I said, like Forrest Whitaker kind of ran the table, but that sort of was the race. Like if anyone was going to unseat him, it was going to be Peter O'Toole. So Will Smith and Pursuit of Happiness, this is a movie that I had not seen since 2006. Mm -hmm. And I was actually surprised rewatching it at how grounded... The performances. Yeah. Like, I remembered it as a much larger, like, I am going for my Oscar moment. And I think the idea of the, like, the what the film was wrapped up in and, like, choosing the role and stuff, I think absolutely that's what was in mind. Mm -hmm. Like, but I was like, this is actually, he's good in this movie. And it's not, he doesn't have many scenes that it's just like, I'm overacting the hell out of this for my, you know, so when I get nominated, I people see a good scene from this. Like yeah. I was actually surprised rewatching it, how, how much I, I liked his performance. Yeah. He's a more restrained actor, I think, than people give him credit for. Yeah. Um, but a lot of his best stuff is very like, uh, it's emotional still. I mean, the famous scene of him, like in the, in the bathroom, right. Right. When, and he's crying in the bathroom. 
um, is pretty, it's intense, but it's not, it doesn't, it feels like he's holding back. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, Jaden's good in this too. Yep. And I bet that, you know, honestly, he's that good. probably helped. Yeah. I think oh, having, having his the, real son. Yeah. 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 I think so. Um, Listen, I don't know anything about Chris Gardner uh, really in real life and what his um, ex-wife was like, Mm -hmm. but they really do Tandy Newton dirty in this movie. They make her just seem like she's just like awful to him and then she just leaves her child basically. Like, I mean, his whole thing is like, I have to keep my child, but she seems kind of like fine doing it. Um, Not a great look, honestly, because I feel like maybe that's how that woman was. Unlike, unlike Tandy Newton, who looks great. Yeah. Again, another person where I'm just like, I get that this is like hard knocks for you, but like, do you own a mirror? Like, have you looked in the mirror? Well, it's like Will Smith, instead of selling these like osteo, whatever, like the high end x-ray machines, get a haircut and go be in a commercial. Go do like 16 commercials a year. You're gorgeous. You're gorgeous. (laughs) No one is going to say no to you. Yeah. Don't these people know where their bread is buttered. More, let's get more ugly people in film. Yeah. It's like, let's throw, throw a little of this and a little of that in. You know what I'm talking about? Isn't that more interesting? Isn't that more interesting to you people? Why do you just need to look at gorgeous people? Mm -hmm. Can't you look at like, look at an average person. Like, like, yeah, just average, average people. That's who you see every day. Don't you want to see real life on screen? I do. I do. That's why I I go to the movies. That's for representation. Yeah. More, Average looking <laughs> white people. <laughs> oh, God. oh, boy. We just got canceled again. Um, other thought from Pursuit of Happiness is, is uh, fuck unpaid internships. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like, no matter what, like, fuck them. But, like, particularly if you're working in, like, high-end finance and, like, your unpaid internship is, like, yeah, you're going to call people and get us millions and millions of dollars in accounts. Fuck that. Um, and then maybe one of the 30 of you will get a job at the end of this. Fuck that. Literally fuck that. Yeah, it's bullshit. Bullshit. Did you ever have an internship? Um... I did. I did. I interned at a management company in New York and I interned, um, at Naked Angels, a theater company. But one of my best friends was working there. So it really was just like, I'm going to go in three hours a week and hang out with my friends. Plenty of internships, but my most memorable one was when I was an intern at Outdoor Life magazine. Okay. And magazine for hunting and fishing. Yeah. 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 Um, and I would, this was like not long after nine 11, mm-hmm. this is a great story. And I, I, I would basically, I did like a lot of like, I did like fact check stuff or whatever. Yeah. And I remember cold calling. Oh, but then I, Ted Nugent, <laughs> Ted, Ted Nugent, not, I'm sorry, not cold calling, <coughs> calling to interview. I worked for outdoor life and I, and then later on I worked for wine spectator, but that was paid. Um, but then for both of them, I wrote like several, like front of the, magazine like they would you know like like for wine spectator like nobody knew who usher was and he opened a wine bar so they were like megan write about usher's wine bar so you were like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god don't make me laugh <laughs> but for outdoor life i wrote this mm-hmm. i wrote a short little piece about this teenage taxidermist okay because no one knew what taxidermy was no one do it <laughs> They're like, Megan, you know about taxidermy. I think they just were like, throw the kid a bone. Nobody reads Outdoor Life anyway. Right. Whatever. 
So, so they, so I called this tax, this teenage taxidermist and interviewed him and he had so many fucking, I was like, these quotes are gold. He would say like, I was like, what'd you buy with all the money that you made doing taxidermy? I forget where he was from, like deep South. He'd go, ma'am, I bought a truck. And I was like, oh, what kind of truck? And he goes, I won't lie to you. She's a redneck truck. She loves the mud. And I was like, this is not a real person, but it was. And then he said, I remember he said, can y'all see, can y'all see, uh, world trade centers where you, where you're at? And I was like, no, I'm uptown. This is like park Avenue. And he goes, well, I just want y'all to know we felt real bad when that happened. And we're, we're real think we're thinking about you, you folks up there in New York. And you're like, thanks. It's been five years. <laughs> we appreciate the thought though. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. She, he was amazing. What do you think like, he's doing now? I go, how long have you been hunting for? And he goes, ma'am. He called me ma'am. I was like 22. Yeah. Ma'am. Book was my first word. Are you hearing the dog howling in the background? Now? Yeah. Do you think it's the hounds of the Baskervilles? <laughs> <laughs> it's ghostly. It is. Yeah. I think it's Benji from down below. Anyway, that kid, shout out to that kid. I forget his name, but he was great. Oh, I wish we could like follow up with him. Maybe he could. We already have our next guest book, but maybe he could do the one after that. I would like him if my previous dog scout had not been uh, cremated. I would have liked him to stuff her. So. Yeah. Um, Missed opportunity. What do you think? Um, I mean, I wish we could get him just to get his thoughts on like around the world in 80 days. <laughs> what do you think of David? What do you ma'am? think of David Niven? <laughs> Sir, I, ma'am, I did not appreciate Cantian Floss's <laughs> performance in this film. That's um, not fair. That's not fair. He maybe is a cinephile now. Oh, he I don't could know. be. Yeah. Maybe he's, he's directing. He was like 15 at the time. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what he's doing? Um, Peter O'Toole. Um, this movie, no thank ya. No thank ya. No thank ya. This movie was very different than I remembered. Uh-huh. I, don't, I remembered here's, it here's as, what a, I'm as tell a May-December friendship yeah. between Lawrence of Arabia and Doctor Who. Here's what and I'm going to tell you. Here's one thing I never need ever again. Yeah. I never need to hear Peter O'Toole whisper cunt. Yeah. It's just not a thing. Yeah. It's just, it's not a thing I knew I was getting in this movie. Sure. And when it came, I just wanted, I just wanted to erase that memory and it, it will live with me. It will live on. And yeah. I don't, I'm not, we should point out, I'm you not know, okay. It's the whole movie takes place in, in the UK and it, it's that, that word's not, it's, it's, it's not as, um, it, 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 it is when it's coming from an old man to a young girl when yeah. he's talking about, he's not being like, you're being a cunt. He's, no. He's like. Think, telling her what he thinks about. I don't. <laughs> no, thank you. Just to, we should point out Oof. just for just for Maurice's sake that that's like the thirteenth thing he lists. Yeah, sure. He so he doesn't with, he doesn't start there. No, he starts with like her our eyes or something, and yeah. then it wake, works his way down. Yeah. So this movie, tell him what this movie is about. So the movie Venus. Because don't see this movie. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say. It's about, so Peter O'Toole plays, basically Peter O'Toole. He's playing this like aging actor who um, has had fame. And one of his actor friends portrayed by Leslie Phillips. Do you know um, what maybe our listeners would best know Leslie Phillips for? I don't. He's the voice of the sorting hat in the Harry Potter films. Oh (laughs) my God. God, brain blown. So um, 
they now are, that you say that i'm like yeah i see it they're like I you know old, old friends came up together um through the english stage system um and he uh basically his niece's daughter sends comes to live with him to like help him out because these are both men in their 80s um and peter o'toole in my memory becomes friends with this character played by jody whittaker turns out he's basically like just a lech and just wants to he just tries to he's just trying to fuck jody whittaker basically the entire movie yeah I do like the scenes between him and Leslie Phillips and Richard Griffiths. Me too. When they're, I like them. They go to the, they go to this, uh, like little sandwich, little cafe spot. Yeah. Then talk about like, and then it was sad because Richard Griffiths is no longer with us either. Yeah. Peter O'Toole both dead. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what happens. Yeah. People age and they die. Yeah. Leslie Phillips still around. He's like 90 something, like in his like late nineties, I think. Let's roll back, roll it back. Let's make some more Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's a gross movie for that reason. Um, he's just playing a gross old man. I don't know. I think he is very good in a film that's not. Sure. Sure. That's fair. He's also Peter O'Toole. So it's like, he, he's he's, very, he's, he really rings all the charm out of this dirty old lech. Dirty old gross man. He's playing, like when you said he's playing Peter O'Toole, he really is. He's just as like, he's, he's doing his very like the speech. I mean, I referenced it already, but the, the speech that he gives about the parts of her body that she, he thinks about is like a very beautifully well done speech. I remember I did that, um, at an audition recently. (laughs) And I did not get a call back. And truth, if young Peter O'Toole said that to uh, a a woman that was, you know, yeah, a, a, an age appropriate lady, mm-hmm. I might be singing on a different tune, right? But it is, it was very, very off putting. Yeah, yeah, it was not the was not the film I remembered it being. No, but I do think he's I do think he's good in it. And yeah. there was a lot of thought going into this that maybe he would win because Peter O'Toole famously never won a competitive Oscar. Oh, he won a Lifetime Achievement Award a few years before this film, but he was the most nominated lead act. I think most nominated actor period to have never won. Mm. He was nominated like eight times and never won the Academy Award. Mm. So. And of course, you know, most the people... The Susan Lucci of the Oscars. Exactly. And most people obviously point to Lawrence of Arabia and that movie with winning so many awards and he didn't win. But as we talked about when we talked about 1962, he lost to Gregory Peck and To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. So it's not like he lost to a non-iconic yeah, like, role. To a role lost yeah. to time. Yeah. Um, so... Also, you know, there's other things. There's other guys... There's other dreams you can have yeah. from winning an Oscar. He still had a very long, lovely career. Yeah, he and did. And he, he made Venus, and yeah. then he died. Yeah, he outlived every all of his drinking buddies, basically. Mm. So so let's talk about Forrest Whitaker, who won the Academy Award for Last King of Scotland. Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend, another very, very attractive man. James McAvoy. McAvoy. Mm. Can, we, mm. can we sidetrack and talk about McAvoy real quick before we jump into Whitaker? Sure. Partially because my one issue, because Forrest Whitaker definitely gives like a commanding performance. It's very memorable. It is not a lead role. No, not at all. McAvoy is the lead. McAvoy is the lead in this film. And, you know, starting with going back to Silence of the Lambs, obviously, like Anthony Hopkins wins Best Actor. That role is very memorable. Probably even less less screen time than Forrest Whitaker in this. Also not a lead role. Um, 
So McAvoy is definitely the lead in this. Another Africa movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. McAvoy. Um, TIA. TIA, this is Africa. I think they say this is Africa in Last King of Scotland really? at one point. They don't say TIA, though. Um, he's good in this movie, and this is not his fault because it's the writing. His character does so many dumb fucking things yeah, that it just gets on my nerves. It's annoying. He's he's an annoying... Yeah. It's, well, and also coupled with... And I let me tell you, again, I love James McAvoy. Yeah. I think he's a very interesting actor. Not always good. Right. But, but also like... But he's he's an interesting guy and he's hot. He is a tryhard. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's a little bit like um, a British, a male British Anne Hathaway. Like he's sure. he's really whatever he's doing, he's gonna do it a hundred percent, and he's gonna be a good, oh, God, good boy about it. I'm just thinking about Anne Hathaway watching Split and getting so pissed off. She has had <laughs> the opportunity to do a movie where she gets to play like seven different characters. Yes. A hundred percent. She would be, she would love that. Yeah. Just like McAvoy, who I think does a good job in those movies. Like it's just very, it's everything he does is a little sweaty. It's a little sweaty. Yeah. And yeah, that, that this, this movie really does not do him any favors. So again, this is going to be spoilery for the 15 year old asking of Scotland. So James McAvoy in this film goes to Uganda instead of becoming a family doctor in Mm -hmm. Scotland. Um, Becomes the personal physician of Idi Amin and then fucks one of his wives, played by Carrie Washington. And listen, I get it. It's Carrie Washington. Yeah. She's also like the black sheep wife. Like, Edie's not that interested in her anymore. Again, seems insane. But here's the thing. You're married to one of your wives is Carrie Washington. Yeah. But here's the thing. A, even if you don't think this guy's as bad as, yeah. you know, they're telling you he is. He's clearly not a great guy. I Don't mean, fuck his wife. He's your boss. Yeah. Let's start B, there. you're going to fuck her? Wear a condom. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. You know why you wear a condom? So you don't get her pregnant? So she doesn't try and go get a back alley abortion yeah. in a village when you don't show up to do it? So she doesn't get her arms and legs cut off and put where they used to be and you find her dead on a slab? That's why you don't fuck Idi Amin's wife when you're his personal physician. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. But or if you do, use a condom. Use a condom. Yeah. So let's talk about Forrest Whitaker. Do you think, and mind you, neither of us have seen all the performances in Oscar history, is this the largest fart a kid, <laughs> best actor <laughs> winner gives in a film? <laughs> now, we have not, now for our, Next year that we'll do, we'll do 1959. We haven't done no. Audrey Hepburn and the Nun story no, yet, we, so we don't you, know for so sure. so we don't know what happens, because <laughs> yeah. I did hear she rips a pretty big one. Yeah. It might be. Yeah. It might be. I mean, maybe, like, I, like, like I think E.T. probably, like, E.T. farts, right? But he wasn't, she, he wasn't nominated. No, 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 no. Dustin Hoffman farts multiple times, but it's like. Right. It's like. It's l- small it's, farts. It's small farts. It's yeah. not like one T-farts. long one. Um. Hmm. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. Probably. It's a great fart. Yeah. Do you think you really did it? Do you think you went method with it? Do you I think don't. you ate prime pizza beforehand? <laughs> I don't think I don't think you went method with it. Earth 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 rattling. I mean, this is an Oscar. It's funny. I mean, it's like makes sense why he would win because again, I think uh Gosling is great. I think Smith is great. 
they're all they're, both of those performances are much smaller mm-hmm. performances. Like they're 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 uh, quite. We talked about this. But they're quieter performances. I'm going to take Peter O'Toole out of the equation because the movie is just so bad. Because you just you just don't feel comfortable. Talking I don't about feel it. comfortable talking about yeah. it. So then I kind. So then I look at DiCaprio and Whitaker, and they're both really big. You know, they're really. They're big performances. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, Forrest Whitaker's playing Eating a Mean, so he's like, that's like another level of big. Can I also say something crazy? Because, you know, at the end of this movie, they, as they do with most biopics, they show the real Eating a Mean. Forrest Whitaker is more intimidating looking than yes, the actual Eating a Mean was. Yeah. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker, though, is, it, is more intimidating looking than a lot of people. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He's a big guy. He's got that eye. He was the butler, though. He was the butler. Um, so it's, I guess my thing that's interesting is like between the two of them, I think I give it to DiCaprio only because that's a lead performance. Interesting. I, of these five, I would have DiCaprio fourth. Really? Yeah. I think I would give it to O'Toole or Will Smith over him wow. and Whitaker. I'd have Gosling last. Wow. That's interesting. That's interesting. No, because for I... me, I think it's a good DiCaprio performance. It's just for me, like... I don't know if it's just because of what the film is. And, like, I'm not, you know, maybe it's, like, genre bi- bias a little bit. Um, I'm not opposed, obviously. Like, we've talked about, like, comedies and stuff like that. But yeah. particularly this, I guess it didn't transcend, like, an action movie for me. Yeah. The performance. Yeah. I kind of disagree. I kind of think, I don't know. I think he's doing some stuff on a couple different levels, and I just liked it more. I don't know, but I'm not, I, all of these performances are very good, even yep. Peter O'Toole. But I, the reason why I maybe put Peter O'Toole at the bottom is because it feels phoned in and not phoned in, but like anybody could do that. Right. Um, and then maybe Goslin, Gosling, Goslin, <laughs> John Goslin, then maybe Gosling and then Will Smith. What, what and then the eight kids Whitaker. Are doing and the right only now. reason why I give it to DiCaprio over Whitaker is because like, it's just, he's not in it that much. Yeah. I saw John Gosselin once in a bar in like Pennsylvania. We were like in Bucks County for a family reunion and we were having dinner at like a gastro pub and John Gosselin was there. Was he wearing Ed Hardy? Probably. Probably. Wow. It was post, it was post split. So wow. you're really living the dream. Yeah. It what was a weird place to be like, is that I John Gosselin? Because my parent, my mom loved John K plus eight when it first really? started before it really uh, mm. fell apart. Houston. So weird best actor year. A lot of other, you know, actors um, you could talk about. Um, a lot of stuff I didn't get a chance to revisit. I kind of re- wanted to rewatch uh, Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell. Obviously, Sasha Barrett Cohen's amazing in Borat. Mm-hmm. Um, different thing. Different, different thing. Um, Clive Owen and Children of Men. Obviously, we both love Children of Men. Love that movie. That movie is maybe the filmmaking overtakes the performance a little bit. So that kind of would knock him out. Also, I love him, but there's, again, it also is a thing too, kind of like The Departed, where like he's the main guy, sort of like trying to do the thing. But then there's so many other interesting performances around, like Michael Caine and Julianne Moore, and like are almost more interesting. Yeah. And the girl, even. Yeah. Um, so one movie I gave you just because I mostly because I just wanted to rewatch it because I haven't seen it in forever was The Lives of Others. 
had not ever seen this movie, this movie rocks. Yeah. This movie's fucking great. There's kind of two male lead performances in this movie. For me, the one I would have liked to see at least get a nomination, I think, is Ulrich Muhe, who yeah. plays the Stasi officer. Yeah. Very interesting. Another very quiet performance. Yes. So he pl- so tell them what the, tell the people. So Lives of Others takes place in 1984ish, I think, is when the movie's supposed to take place. Yeah, mid 80s. Uh, yeah, um, it's in basically East um, yeah, it's in East East Germany, East Berlin. Uh, so Ulrich Muhe plays a Stasi officer who is tasked with basically listening in on the conversations of following a German playwright. Um, and kind of becomes embroiled in his life with the playwright and his lover and um his girlfriend yeah like they're like they're whatever but they're he's he for reasons we won't tell you because you should watch this movie like he sort of i don't even want to tell i think it's he kind of goes from being like this really basic like this is the like the exact stasi officer you want like disconnected to like kind of getting caught up in their lives as if he not that he's part of it but almost like he is listening to a narrative podcast yeah and it is fascinating and it is uh yeah again a quiet performance he's he's really good in it and then the playwright is yeah fucking great yeah um yeah this is a great movie um it won best international film or best foreign language film at the time um in 2006 i really suggest people check it out um, he does something in terms of the quiet performance. It's almost even quieter than the ones we were talking about. Mm-hmm. But because so much of him is actually legitimately just him wearing headphones listening. Yeah. Um, it's just so good. It's so captivating. Yeah. It's, ca- it's so captivating. Yeah. And I still am not sure. I'm still, I've, after having watched the movie, I'm not 100% sure on all his motivations. Yeah. And... That's interesting to me. I'm interested. I, I mean, this movie is great. It's, yeah. I, I can't. I can't recommend it enough. It's a very fun movie. I still think um, I'm going to Caprio. Okay. But I'm not mad at any of these. Yeah. Other than Peter O'Toole. <laughs> um, I think I'm just going to throw that curveball, and I'm going to say I wish Ulrich had pulled it down, gotten that nom, and gotten a win. Okay. Um, I think of the for me of the five performances even though I don't think it's the lead, I think Whitaker's is the most memorable. I think 15 years later. Yeah. That's, people are remembering that's the that. one that you would remember well, or honestly, Sash Barrett Cohen. Yeah. And that's not even just because they just did another they, Borat no, movie. You, like it's very much in the zeitgeist. Listen, yeah. my wife. Yeah, so my wife. well, there's a reason why none of these other movies were nominated to be fair. Yeah. were nominated for best picture Yeah, is because they're all good movies. Yeah. None of them are. I'm trying to think I, you're not going to go back and watch, even you're not going to go back and watch The Last King of Scotland like like you're going to go back and watch The Departed yeah. or something. Yeah. I think Jaiman Hansu was nominated for Blood Diamond for Featured. He's gonna I'm going to double double check that. But otherwise, I don't think anything else. Um, I don't think, like, none of these got, like, major nominations otherwise. I just want to point out that my dog just farted. Wow. So. It's like an Idi Amin-esque. Like, that's a crazy, that's a crazy thing. Yes, Jamin Ansu did get on. Are you smelling this dog fart? I'm sorry. I did not smell it. Edie Amin-esque. Okay, sorry. <laughs> not, anyway, on that note. <laughs> Megan, do you have anything you like to plug? <laughs> 
Uh, I'd like to plug my dog's butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That just, I am so clever. Um, no, not at this time. Uh, plug, uh, I'm at Murphy Megan on Instagram. Jimmy mm-hmm. Megan's on Twitter, but I very rarely tweet. Yeah. Um, you can follow us at the Oscar should on Twitter. Don't forget to tweet at us your answers for our trivia question. Oh to yeah. Try what and, a fun. To try and win, you know, some of those, some, some great, some great films. How like, long will it take? Who knows? Who knows? I bet I wake up and I've got a response. I can just feel it in my bones. Um, Instagram at the Oscar should have gone to or Facebook. If you like what you listen to, please rate and review us on iTunes. Um, we will be back in one week's time talking about the best actress from 2006. And I'm going to go out and say it. I think every performance of best actress in 2006 was better than any of the performances in best actor of 2006. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. So we will talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a good time. <laughs>